This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll pay the off topic with Jake and Tyler. Yeah. What didn't you get? The you screaming into the mic because you're so freaking amped, dude. Shit. I got right that off, one. Right off the bat. Just swear. There goes our sponsors. Swear up. Yep. Who would sponsor when I, shit when show? I, when, I did, uh, when I did talk to him, I was like, hey, uh, so, uh, you know, do, 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 you know, I figured the first step is you listening. He's like, I don't do podcasts. And I'm like, I, you know, truth tell, you know. Except for mine, I don't listen to podcasts. <gasps> wow, you narcissist! All I do is listen to p- 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 podcasts. Yeah. I don't know why. Why I went to uh, old time radio? Anyway, so then we kind of had a brief discussion. Have you heard about a podcast? Kind of had a brief discussion about like you know I was kind of trying to be like, like look, we swear on the show, like <laughs> yeah, you, that's an understatement. Um, but he's got to. Fi- we swear because we're we're effing passionate, Tyler. Right. No, I made I made it clear that you know there's method to the madness and and all we're really looking to do is to actually talk about comics. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. I know you're not aware of this, but we're doing the show on two different days. Whoa, blow uh, your mind. Yeah, we uh, we had an original time to go see Ant Man, and then uh, I had some. Uh, I had, and I had, then Jake just had to be like, "Well, I have things that take. I have precedence. responsibilities. Yeah, so uh, we couldn't make the showing, but we still. I had some time, and I thought, why not? You know, let's put it this way: uh, we're both in radio, and uh, sometimes there's state tournaments, and um, that means one, everything one or both of us is very busy. Yeah, so uh, generally, one. I've carved out some time here okay. in the well, afternoon. I don't, do, I don't do shit during these tournaments. Uh, uh, somebody's like, hey, that's a tournament. I'm like, no shit. Is that what all the traffic is are about? You, are you done? <laughs> I'm Dude. Tyler, and I don't know how to end a bit. I'm Tyler. I'm off topic. Bow. Bow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, and, and to be honest, I've been really, uh, I've been slacking on, Lack the, of on, on the bond on the pot because I'm working on a different thing. I'm working on another side. You're project, a lollygagger. So. It's okay. And I and I got a family. What can I say? Mm. What can I say? Hey, I'm doing my best. Hey. I always wish I w- I one day hope that I could I could be in a Scorsese movie, but he's gonna die before I'd ever be in his movies. You know, I'm not Italian enough because I'm not Italian. No, I mean you <laughs> could be like you could be in one of his movies. He doesn't. I'd be do the guy that gets beaten up. Time. Have you seen? He always like, beats up guys no, no, like me. Go go Stocky like, white guys. Go like I uh, go We're like fucked. IMDb his uh, his uh, uh, filmography. He did like that uh, period piece that's really weird. Like in the 18th century, do you know what I'm talking? About? Like Sense and what? Sensibility. Martin Scorsese. Mm. He's done like a lot of different movies. Like Didn't he's he do well like a known. Rolling Stones documentary. Uh yeah the like uh, no it was bit. the band I think yeah the band yeah the band the Rolling Stones yeah. uh anyway we're way off topic off brand off <laughs> um but you could be I'm in Jake one of his by movies. the way <laughs> I'm Tyler <laughs> no you could be in one of his movies the problem is that um by the time this slow moving behemoth whoa gets to where it needs to go and then we become household names yeah he we take will over the probably world probably 
either A, not be around, or B, not directing anymore. I need to learn how to do a good Scorsese voice. And that's a motion picture. You, know? you just have to, oh, like the. Uh, uh, it's uh, like a weird combination of like an old timey sounding guy and Ben Shapiro. That's what my voice, where my mind went. You know? Yeah. Now that's cinema. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a little Stan, there's a little bit of Stan Lee in there. <laughs> Martin Scorsese, I love One pictures. One of the great things about, about making pictures. Yeah. One of the great things about making pictures. You see, you gotta ha- the, it's like that. And the, 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 the does this thing. And he does this thing. It's the fast talking New Yorker. You're a fast-talking New Yorker. Whoa. Get back on track. Wow. Son of a beast. Yeah, so we're going to do things a little bit differently. So, My uh, neck hurts. Wow. I need to power lift more. We're going to do... We are going to do Jesus. some news at the beginning, um, but we're also going to be putting the long, bo- long box at the beginning. So then... Uh, the, yeah, this show's all fucked up. So, Actually, then, May, know, so then the uh, the new segment... I'm not going to name it yet, because the sounder's amazing, so I don't want to spoil that. Yeah. The new segment, and then we will also have our Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania review. Mm. So let's get into the things that I also wanted to talk about today. So last weekend, there was a football game that we can't say. So um, I'm going to still try my best to share my enthusiasm for the Flash trailer, but uh, <laughs> we, we lost about uh, uh, 10 minutes of the pod here. And you we think, don't know how things do. You'd think after 83 episodes, shit like this wouldn't happen, but it does. Technology. Well, you know what we do? Uh, we we, we uh, forget to put, because, um, you know, you, you have settings like on your phone and your laptop. I do, too. Like when it shuts off or when it goes to sleep or whatever. And um, it goes to sleep after we're really involved with our discussion. And then <laughs> you, you I, need to open it up for something. And uh, you realize, oh, we haven't been recording for the last 10 minutes. And we've had a really incredibly it was a g- engaging in depth. Let's start over. <laughs> Shit. Let's quit the show. Fuck it. Anyway, so, so there were two big trailers Flash, that we yeah. want to talk about. The first we want to talk about, The Flash, which uh, I was saying before. Uh, it is finally we get to see this movie that these D- these people inside Warner Brothers and DC have been talking about. Where there was a talk over the summer when they canceled Batgirl, like why mm-hmm. is the Flash still happening? Especially with all the shit happening with uh, right. uh, Ezra Miller. At the end of the day, you had James Gunn even saying it's great. We finally get a look at it, mm-hmm. and while it was funny because you only saw 30 seconds in the game and they're like, well, go watch the rest of it on YouTube. Go watch it online, you damn millennials. You ding dong. Anyway. Uh, Looks, well, we're sorry I, that your uh, I will, attention spans. I will tell you this. As a DC fanboy, when we saw it, when you and I watched the game together and we saw the trailer, I literally went, oh, it can't be bad. I did say that after that Batman v Superman trailer, so I've been mm-hmm. wrong. But... I don't know, man. It's just so cool to see two different eras of Batman in the same movie. It's crazy. Yeah, we, we got to see Batfleck and Michael Keaton. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't really like the tongue in cheek. Like, yeah, I'm Batman. All right, all right, fuck you. I feel like that was just for the trailer. But I, I hope so. I hope. But I, but you know what? Uh, the whole Otto Octavius thing. Like, yeah. Right. That was kind of. Um, but we did get to see the old Bat. Uh, mobile with the big dick in the middle, the yeah. big old dick. See, what I thought um. it was Batfleck, but I thought the based on how the bike looked, I thought that was Bale for a second. I was like, shit, did they just like they casually do show the bike that Bale that used. looks like the Tumblr bike? 
Right. So I was like, I don't know. I don't think he would have signed on to do something like that. You said earlier that you saw, thought you saw what the blue and the gray. I've, well, in that there's another shot of the bike and it's bat flag, and it mm-hmm. looks like he's in a blue and gray Batman okay. costume, which would be cool because we've never seen that on screen. I mean, yeah. other than the '66 Batman. Yeah, show. which yeah. doesn't really count. Yeah, because um, it's yeah, great movie though. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. You know, fucking, I'm trying and there's a baby. Well, shit, now there's a bunch of kids playing. Well, you shit. Remember that meme I sent you of like, it's amazing that the Dark Knight Rises recreated that scene where it's literally him just getting rid of a bomb. <laughs> Which I know was not intentional, so but it's like the most yeah. unintentional, awesome, like, I feel like callback. a lot of Nolan's Batman movies, there was a lot of unintentional hilarity. Like, after the fact. <laughs> love those movies. I would love to do a rewatch for the show or something. Sure, but sure. Because uh, I, blu- I got the Blu-ray. But uh, back in uh, when I was a little kid, like, uh, late 70s, early 80s, um, Batman was, like, you know, blue, uh, cowl and cape, and then gray, and, like, you know, he had the yellow belt yeah. and, the, and the gray shorts. Uh, like, the Detective Comics Batman, yeah, early, and, you know, yeah, yeah, and 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 my mom, uh, bless her heart, made she, uh, she got a kit and made me a cake, and it looked exactly like the fucking Batman in the comic books, and like, of course, my brother and I were just like, "That's super cool," yeah, you know, and like, I mean, it was still one of the coolest like things I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's mom, you I, made me Batman, that, and I can eat it. That's why uh, I love that these characters have existed for so long, because you get. The Grant Morrison Batman, you get the Frank Miller Batman, you get the Scott Snyder Batman, you get the, for better or worse, you get the Tom King Batman. You know, it's cool to see something like that put into a movie of like, this was Burton's Keaton Batman, this is the Snyderverse Batman, you know. Like, I don't think they're, don't get me wrong, I don't think they're doing Batman No Way Home and like, I don't see Christian Bale showing up in this, I don't see any more of that, but. Batman No Way Home. I, I was surprised, and I was also, I know you probably didn't care for this version of Super, because you, you, when we were talking about it before, I said I was excited for this version of Supergirl, but you were kind of like, eh. Well, no, 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 this makes a lot of sense, because um, when they were talking about the reboot uh, with James Gunn, and he was talking about the Supergirl Tom King run yeah. that the movie's going to be based tomorrow. off of, which is basically, uh, from what I understand, I know nothing about the run, but what I understand is that... It's a um, it's it's showing that, you know, Clark got shot to Earth and basically got, you know, picked up almost right away and lived a loving life. And all she that. had a fight. But to she had survive. to like fight tooth and nail to survive because like uh, Argo City, I think, detached from Krypton before it blew up. So it was like this floating city. Yeah. In, this, in space or whatever. So, I mean, I can only imagine the type of shit like I, I, Battlestar Galactica is one of my favorite uh, series ever. Um, but it's very much like that, you know, you're in space and like you have to find ways to survive. Yeah, and, and I, um, I, I'm interested. I'm excited. And if that's if that's why they have the Supergirl instead of Superman in this Flashpoint, it's because they're going to somehow utilize her in that like Woman of Tomorrow se- uh, movie that they're that maybe, they're gearing up. Maybe. And why she's so pissed and shit. That could be because she seriously obviously looks like she's been through hell. That could be. That could be. I'm just saying, like that would be cool. because well, I'm excited but no, about that. No, I, I think it's just using her as, uh, as they they just made a change because they didn't know they could get Cavill. 
Where I've heard that he is, there was shot. He did shoot it and oh. then was taken out later. I don't know, but I I thought the motivation to have Supergirl and change it up and make the adaptation there was to, because in the Flashpoint he's trapped and experimented on, and that's why I thought she had the clothes on that she did. Like the, yeah, I'm, the I'm, gown. I'm so certain I, that it's I'm just a gender that's switch. why they did the swap. I'm assuming it's just a gender Cause switch. Because I think they did it. I have no problem with it. I think they did it early on because they didn't know what was going on with Cavill yeah, because as possibly. James Gunn eloquently well, the put, they dicked him around. fucking development for goddamn nine years. How many people have written this oh, you, script? You, by the way, you know there's some dude that's already made a video saying that that, that was a gender swap just to be woke somewhere. <sighs> I don't know. She, I thought she looked cool in the trailer. Yeah. I, I think I like people are shitting on her costume. I like her costume. I, it was there's just the angle red, that they, a lot of red. it was the angle that they showed. The close up that they showed, you really only see the red in the cape, and the general Superman outfit or the Supergirl, whatever the general Kryptonian, like, whatever House but, of L. Well, but but you see blue with like cape, red cape. But not all red, well, like yeah, a cowl. They, almost. they did like a. It's like. But a, she looks like she has like sort of a, a neck. Uh, I think it's a, a neck cape thing going on. It's a on. combination of like the traditional suit, I think of, and then the, like the. Uh, kind of looks like the Injustice Superman mm, suit, yeah, 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 which yeah, yeah, is yeah. like a lot of red on the shoulder right, 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 with the right. cape. Yep. The app, app. That's kind of what I yeah. was looking at too. Yeah, no, I I don't have a problem. I Which just, again, like I said, the angle was weird, and I knew that. This I'm, is I'm why smart. See, I'm a smart consumer. This is why I'm excited. I don't just go on YouTube and make videos about shit. I made it because it was woke. I, after Black Adam, which I, I said is a movie that I thought was fine, but it's it's not a good yeah, movie. It was okay. It's not something I'd be like, oh, I gotta see Black Adam. Still haven't re seen it. It's been a even while. though I have an HBO Max subscription. <laughs> it's been a while. You could watch it since anytime. I've seen a DC trailer where I was like. I holy shit, I'm in, and I want to see this in a theater. Did we get a Black Adam trailer last Super Bowl? Was that it? I bet you we. I did. I don't think so. No, no. you don't think because it came out last no. summer. Didn't it? No, no, I don't know. No. What is it about total off off topic? Total what Recall. Is, what is it topic? about Total Recall that I can watch that fucking movie every fucking day and never? You get gotta tired get on TikTok, man, because there's so many Arnold. Be- what the fuck did I do? There's so many memes out of that on TikTok. Give dude. those people ear. Yeah. Like I saw one that said, uh, "When God, <laughs> God, when I ask where's he- when I'm in, and it's like heaven as a green screen." God, when I ask him where's the hentai, and it's like, "What the fuck did I do wrong?" And he's like getting thrown at us like. There's so many of those. I I was like, Jesus. All that's all my for you pages, just fucking memes. By the way, um, we just want to give a shout out to whoever came up with the idea of, of like the, the uh, skateboarding Jesus. What's excuse it you? It's Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah. Let's give credit where credit is. Shout due. out to Luke, friend of the show, because uh, well, I need to do it because I told him. It's such a it's brilliant the, fucking TikTok too. It's literally just Jesus doing a Christ pose off ramps. Well, that's it's, and like floating in the air and shit. It's from the game Skate Three. Oh, I know, which is on Xbox Game right. Pass. I told Luke about it. He downloaded it and he's been making this. He's been making them, and I'm just like, oh my the god. The best part is the even flow soundtrack. You're just like, ding, ding, ding. but it's it's got to be a specific. You gotta part. go. You gotta look at Luke's TikToks because he's okay. doing different ones. Oh. He's doing different songs. Like one of them, he it's arms wide open by Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> Oh, God, what was the other one he did? Oh, Jesus Christ pose. Oh, <laughs> Jesus 
Jesus Christ balls. Oh, I know the song. I fucking love Soundgarden. But thanks for ruining it. Oh. You know who, who sings it? Soundgarden. Let's keep it that way. No. Fuck you. Wow. Get the fuck out of my house. Wow. I'm done with you. <laughs> All right. That's it for the Flash trailer. Let's talk about that's another it. trailer. Right. Well, you anything else? No, I just... Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm it's more loosely based. I'm on more I don't excited think... than uh, not. Yes, but I don't think they're gonna do. We 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 talked about this on the part that was lost. So let's recap real quick. The Thomas Martha Wayne. Yeah. Well, that's difference. A, it's like we're saying. It's like we haven't Civil re- yeah. War. So uh, uh, all the Age of Ultron. They're, ta- they're taking popular names in events, and they're like Age of Ultron. Is it's essentially the same. Like the the comic is a lot weirder, and it yeah, Wolverine's comic, involved. Well, and the comic book uh, Ultron takes over. Yeah, everything. And the Wolverine has to go back in time and stop and him. kill Hank Pym. Yes, it's fucking brutal. Because in the comics, Hank Pym creates Ultron, not yes. Tony Stark. Yes, but but that's what I mean. It's and like, Bruce Banner. It takes it, and Ultron. But really. essentially, it's the same story. It's still Ultron wants to take over humanity. No, they're not at all. But 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 yeah, what we were right. saying is they're taking this. Con- they're, they're taking titles based, yeah. and concepts. Days like, of Future Past, Civil War, another really good better, example. You're right. Better example. Civil War mm-hmm. is a great example of the same story. There's yeah. Tony and Cap oppose each other. Now, mm-hmm. how they got there, uh, tragedy, but it's not quite the same. Bucky isn't necessarily the big thing in that story. It's the Fantastic Four, and then you can't do that. So, like, okay, well, let's do. And that's the beauty of adaptation. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with this not being like a one to one of Flashpoint, and I don't think it necessarily would work as a one to one. As probably Flashpoint. not, no. But so. but uh, the only reason I bring it up is because in that one, you know, ba- Bruce Wayne's mom is the Joker, and his dad is Batman. I yeah. don't I don't think we're gonna see that aspect of it, and I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I think that might be packing too much shit. You sh- uh, if you want to, I still think it's on HBO Max. Uh, if you want to prep for that, watch watch the DC animated movie Flashpoint Paradox. It's really good. Really good. Nah. DC animation is always killed it. Come on now. Yeah. All right, next trailer. <laughs> I was trying to do a referee whistle. Boop, boop, first boop. down. Uh, the next uh, first, trailer. First down. Everybody take a smoke break. Next one's a Marvel trailer. James Gunn's Last Whoa, Ride. Let me get out. Let me get out my ass kissing shoes. I don't like how emotional this movie is going to make me. It's the same thing when I watched the Wakanda Forever trailer. Like, I don't... Uh, damn it! You're making me feel things. Damn it! No! Kohagen! But it's not... You know, it's just refreshing to see them back. Like, people forget because of, you know, Infinity War and Endgame and all this. Like, we haven't seen a true Guardians movie in six years. By the time this comes out. You know what I really, really like about it? And you might laugh, but what I really, really like about this one is that they have that they have uniforms. Oh, the uniform from the comics? Yeah. Those are fucking really cool looking. Yeah. Big fan. Me too. Big fan. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Who do you think is going to die? Because clearly they're teeing it up that there's going to be some. It's going to hit like a. Break. Well, apparently in one scene at the end, what's her name's carrying Nebula's carrying Star Lord. I don't think he's going to kill Star Lord. Come on, come on! You're not going to kill Mario himself. I'm really pissed <laughs> that there's not going to be a Lego High Evolutionary or a Kang. Dude, I can't wait because that's the dude. Fuck that's, Lego. That's the dude who played uh, Mern in yeah. Peacemaker, yeah. and he got that job because he worked with James. Uh, gun mm. on that show, 
I can't wait for him because he was really good at Peacemaker and oh he's gonna be nuts. I just he looks at like he's really good at playing that that, that cold psycho, cold and calculated. Yeah, and we're gonna get more of Rocket's sad backstory, and we're gonna see what's what's the name he's of the, really his good at playing otter girlfriend. Li- I think it's Lila or Lila. Lyra, and fucking Cosmo's gonna be in it. I'm excited about that. Uh, we're talking about high evolutionary. We're talking about Rocket. Sorry. He's really good at playing a character <laughs> that's cold, yes. but doesn't think he's cold, or doesn't think they're cold. Like from their perspective, they're not cold; they're necessary. Yeah, but from everybody else's perspective, that's cold blooded. That's cold. That's cold blooded, just like peanut butter and cheese <laughs> and bananas. Um, All right. You ever had peanut butter and cheese? Uh, anything else? Sounds I feel like gross. we talked a lot about the Flash trailer. Why would you want cheese not with a, peanut not, butter? But, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Geez. One or the other. Wow. You know? Wow. So who do you... Th- so, do you think the High Evolutionary is trying to get Rocket back? What, what do you think he's after? What do you think's going on with that? I'm willing <laughs> to bet... I'm willing to bet... Okay, so... Um, I also don't... The What were they called in the second movie? Ravagers? No. What? The gold people. Oh, the people that create Adam Warlock? Mm. I can't remember. Well, okay, so clearly they hired him to make Adam Warlock, okay? And he took all their uh, DNA and whatnot to use to the best stuff, you know, to yeah. make Adam Warlock or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be shown. Now, now, let's not forget that... That last scene of her seeing Adam's cocoon takes place, like, what, four or five years before Infinity War? Yeah. In the timeline? So we're talking, like, ten years ago now. That yeah, because they happened. did a five-year time jump, too. So. Right. So this is ten years ago that we're seeing this, uh, you know, ten years on. So I'm willing to bet that I, we're going to see, they're going to find out somehow that... Oh, what the fuck were they called? They were called the something, like the art of, yeah, the ar, the ar. All right, Tim Allen, the der, the var, the lar, the blair, the cotaler, the gold people, the ding, the flat. Are you done? The expanse. All right, that's that's a show. I fucking know that. Don't you think I fucking knew that? Wow. Uh, no, but I think it's going to uh, come about that um, that they're going to, uh, Guardians are like going to go, I'm willing to bet like somehow they they get like a fake transmission, like they're still looking for the yeah. Guardians or something, you know, whatever. So they have to go and deal with these fucking gold assholes and they go to the gold assholes and they realize when they get there, oh, all the gold assholes are dead except for one dude and it's Adam Warlock. And why he wants the Guardians, I don't know. I'm willing to bet Groot has something to do with it because Groot is like a singular. Yeah, he's like very his entity is pretty and much the high evolutionary. Out. Yes, high evolutionary has always been about, you know, whatever. So, um, Drax isn't Drax the last of his people. Mantis also I would, I is wouldn't... a completely anomalous creature because yeah. she is. She is uh one of uh Ego's daughters. Yeah, that that did that in the holiday special. And 
Right, right, right. We, yeah, they elaborated on that. Right. So, so there is no other Mantis. There is no other Groot. There is no other. I'm willing to bet that he's just like, oh wow, okay, wait. So I know Rockets with him, and what are all these? Man, they can really fucking make. Yeah. Me, man, I'm getting wet. He's like the collector, but for people. I think I think it's just going to be something as simple as you know they'll make obviously they'll do a cool story around it better than I wouldn't be surprised if them wearing the uniforms is like them joining the Nova Corps or something because so, they have to tie back to the Nova Corps you feel like right? I think maybe what they might be trying to do um, when they showed that like suburban shit I'm willing to bet like which was funny when maybe they, they might have brought some to Earth from the Nova Corps or from the Nova Empire. Hmm. Um, I don't know, but I'm, but that's actually a really good point because they do have the Nova symbols. Yeah, they're wearing the blue Nova course. Right. Well, the Nova core is blue and yellow, not blue. Oh and red. my gosh! Listen, buddy, it's important. But it's the thing they wore to comics when they were working they, with the Nova core. Well, when they were in nowhere. I'm telling. Well, uh, what I, the Guardians of the Galaxy video game touched you on know that, the where they was a Guardian of the Galaxy in the comics. So was Iron Man. So was Venom. When Fuck was, you! When it was Agent, Agent Venom. Venom, Agent Venom's a cool fucking comic book. You're dude. a cool comic book. You're a cool comic book. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, no, but it's gonna be. Uh, that'd be fun if they do. If they are trying to like be like the the guardians of the Nova, you know what I mean? Like well, that's what I'm to saying. Help. But in the game, it's like. Do you a, think Nova's gonna show up? I, I was wondering if they're gonna try and touch on the game because I know uh, Elvis James Gunn is playing it. Elvis, do you want to? Because they sent it to him. Because you, know? you won't shut up and let me talk. Trying to wave you off. Shut your mouth. No, but do you think Nova's going to show up? Zip it. Last question. Zip it, Nova Corps. Anyway, what were you saying? You think the Nova Corps is going to show up? Do is I think it? Nova? Nova. Or, or even Sam, no, uh, what's I, his name? I feel like they're going to introduce Nova in a fucking Disney Plus show or something. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Didn't they say already that they're making a one-shot? I couldn't tell. Maybe, maybe it might be a special. It might be. Uh, it might be one of the special presentations. Your or whatever. special presentation or whatever. By the way, before we get into the Ant Man and the Wasp stuff, um, I do find it interesting that Kevin Feige sounds like he's listening. He said they're going to turn down the volume of Disney Plus shows and movies, maybe because he's starting to realize that people, and not necessarily for air quotes wokeness but people might be getting a little tired of watching all this marvel stuff i how many how many times have i said like i don't think i'm gonna watch that i'm not gonna watch it not for me but i'm probably not gonna watch you know so we're we're seeing that we're seeing mm. some changes mm. so we'll see what happens mm. tyler it's that time it's that time it's that time it's that time Stop it, it's creepy. Wow, lots of like. Um Tyler, it's the long box. Sorry, time. we got a chant when we do the long box. See, we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> it's fucking weird. No. I broke the computer again. Way to fucking go. Tyler, I want to go first this week. Okay. Cause I got something I gotta say. I can't stand you. Wow. No, I'm kidding. You're my best friend. You're a fucking dick. All right, now you're one of my best friends. Uh, <laughs> so this week, and I want to talk. Falling down the list every day. I this is why I love this segment because it's a little bit out of. This what is we, why I love you. This is a little bit out of what <laughs> we talk about usually, because mm. uh, you're more comic book and superhero oriented. 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 Superhero horny. I watched a movie. What the fuck? I know. What was it called? On HBO Max. Oh. It's called The Menu. 
Starring Nicholas Holt. Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, she's just... That's right, right? Gorgeous. Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes. And Ray Fiennes. She is probably the most ethereal, beautiful, beautifully ethereal creature. Wow. It's getting horny on the main. Um, no. <laughs> no, I mean, like, she's even... No, she's out, she's really good in this. She's come out and, and said, like, uh, whenever people call her beautiful, she's like, really? Because she thinks, she thinks her eyes are too far apart. Um... But um, she's got a can she's got a singular look. Can I talk look. about the movie? Oh, I just want to think about Anya Taylor. Well, I get it, but <laughs> she, she's ahead. a beautiful lady. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll just sit over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's no, a, uh, the menu uh, is a movie I I hadn't. It's one of those movies where I I thought it was going to be something, and it was totally different. And I'm glad it wasn't what I thought it was. Hmm. Uh. And it's something that I didn't watch any trailers for. I just strictly heard it from people talking about it. Well, what it. did you get from the trailers anyway? I saw plenty of trailers for it, and it didn't really tell I me I didn't watch shit. any of the trailers. Well, they were all over the TV for a well, while. You, but it's one of those movies where it's... They the, were all over the TV for a while. It's one of those movies Canadian. where the plot twist happens, and it's such a big twist, and it's such a tonal shift in the movie that you wouldn't want to give that away in the marketing. Um And... Yeah, dude, I I really enjoyed it. The more I, the more huh. I thought about it, I liked it more. Because huh. coming out of it, I thought it was great. And I also, again, it takes a turn and it becomes something that I thought it was that I didn't expect it going to be. I thought it was going to be like a straight up suspenseful thriller movie. It is that, but it's also very funny. It's a very dark comedy, hmm. and uh, there's all the performances are great, and it does a great job of. Really driving it, it does it does it get a little heavy handed. I think every movie can do that when you're trying to drive home a point. But I don't want to spoil anything. I'm trying to be as vague as possible because I want you to see it, and I don't want to spoil anything for you because it's a fun movie. Uh, and I would recommend it. It's only about an hour forty seven. It's not super long. Huh. It's pretty lean. Like huh. it, no, and the, the whole movie takes place in on an island. It takes place in a. It's like this super rich, exclusive place called the Hawthorne, and Ray Fiennes runs it, and he's like this big, prestigious chef. So only like the most elite rich people can be on this island. So you think this setup is going to be like fucking Hunger Games, <laughs> dangerous game, like he's going to hunt them, or like what, they're eating people, or something like that, which is what I thought it was going to be. It's not that. It's totally different, and I well, like- Well, you spoiled it now. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> That's not even close. But no, Ray Fiennes is fucking great in it because he's such a good actor. Uh, uh, Nicholas Holt's good in it. A- Anya Taylor Joy is really good too. She's uh, there's a she- bunch of people. She's in the it. lead. Uh, John John Leguizamo's in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of people in it that you wouldn't. You're like, oh yeah, they're gonna. Change. No, I really dug it. And the more I thought about, it, and I think you would also like it because its message, especially as someone who is a creative person, the messaging. And, and the allegory and the satire to it is just so good and so mm. on point and, and it's really good. I would recommend it. Big fan. I would give that four Rafe fines out of five. Why not five? I feel like if we don't give it a perfect score, oh we Oh my god. More. And by the way, I love cheeseburgers. Probably my favorite thing on the planet is a cheeseburger, and there's a really good cheeseburger scene in this. Like he is cooking the fuck out of that cheeseburger and I wanted it. I wanted it in my body. I want it inside me. Inside me. Inside me. Inside me. Inside oh! Me. Oh! All right, so Tyler, what's your <laughs> long box? 
We haven't even gotten to the fucking reviews yet. <laughs> know, right? Um, take that a, hair um, out of your mouth. Yeah, it's pubic hair. I have um from a, my mom. What? Wow. I thought that's what you were gonna say. Wow. No, it's my own. Jeez, <laughs> that's impressive. Well, you got pubes on your. I face. got a lot of time on my hands. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, so, um, I've been kind of watching movies that I <clears throat> really, really like from back in the day. And like I said, Total Recall is one of Nostalgia? One of those movies that I can watch, like, all the time. And, and you know, that's not what my long box is, because we've talked ah. about it. Didn't we do a commentary on it yet? That's not, no. Oh, Commando. We, Predator. Yeah. Not, we need uh, to do Total <laughs> Recall. That one's... Fawn Yeah. Screw you! We should yeah. do a commentary on the commentary. <laughs> The Paul Verhoeven, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Comments. It would, you know what? I think if we did that, we would op- open a portal to like the seventeenth dimension. That would be the most unintelligible piece of garbage ever produced because it's them talking, <laughs> then us over doing the movie, and then us talking over with them. Their bad act, doing over bad them. accents on. Also, that was that was summoning a. You gotta demon. let it. Sorry. Uh, anyway, what's your, it's not that it's not total recall, but it's a but, different guy. Um, but it's a different guy. <laughs> um, so when when I was younger, um, Taxi Driver was probably the most uh was probably the first like really disturbing movie I saw when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, and I didn't obviously quite understand it until I was a little older, and you know what what it was what what was going on and shit. What was going on, Tyler? Yeah, I, I don't know. Before <laughs> then, I was I still don't really know. Anyway, you talking to me? Um, I, I never really watched the Godfather movies, but Scent of a Woman was big when I was like late eighties. Ah, oh, what a um, movie. What a movie. Yeah, pretty good. Um well, my favorite part is when he talks about Believe it or not, the first big Al Pacino movie I ever watched was uh, uh Dick Tracy. Wow. When he's under a ton of makeup. Wow. And that's a bad movie. Even even like not even Scarface or anything. I I saw Scarface later on down the road. But I mean, I'm talking I, about we're talking about mid to late eighties. That's a movie I would love to talk about. Mid Scarface, late, mid to what late eighties. So by the, by the mid nineties when Heat comes out by Michael Mann, um, you know, these two Hollywood heavy hitters. Like now it's actually kind of common for for this to happen and they've actually done a movie since called Righteous Kill which is actually not a bad movie it's a stupid fucking title but it's actually a pretty good movie go check it out i've heard of it i've never seen it it's a stupid if you if if you are turned you seen off the by Irishman? the title no cuz that's the other one i don't have time for the irishman i also don't have time for netflix three and a half hour movie i don't have time for netflix i just have time for fucking Green hulu um anyway heat Ah. Ah. So <laughs> by the mid '90s, these two Hollywood heavy hitters had never opposite. ever played opposite opposite each other. They'd never they'd been in one movie together, but it was uh, Godfather. Godfather. Will you let me fucking talk? I I don't think I've said once. I I don't usually do this, but goddamn, just let it rest for a, like a couple minutes here. <laughs> I feel so bad. Go ahead. <laughs> Will you fucking? <laughs> you're just like no like, i deserved it i no, kept no, interrupting when, when you. you're talking too though like i'm the same way because we're both we both know so much about the same shit yeah. and we're both so excited like yeah godfather part two like yes <laughs> fucking godfather fucking part two <laughs> fuck that's a that's a drop 
fucking Godfather fucking part two. But yes, Godfather Part Two. But they they don't play in the same scenes. They're obviously uh, what's his name's playing. Uh, now I need you to help me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying shit. I'm not stepping <laughs> in at all. <laughs> um, Wait, what? Uh, but uh, uh, Robert De Niro plays uh, the older um, Marlon Brando character when he's younger, uh, when yeah. he's on Sicily in like flashbacks. And Al Pacino plays, um, fuck, what's his name? Do you know Godfather movies? No. <laughs> Me neither. I, he I, plays the guy. I don't see what the big draw is, to be honest. Um, you just, uh, is that, fam- I, is I that know, family guy joke? I know you can't say uh, that, you can't say that Goodfellas is a better gangster movie because you know that Goodfellas takes a lot and owes a lot to the Godfather movies. That kind of genre. But still. Yeah, the mobster movies. Goodfellas is a far superior <laughs> fucking, sorry. I like Goodfellas a lot more. Right? It's so much That's better. A great movie. Ah. Great movie. I do a commentary. Ah. Oh. My whole life, I want to be it's a gangster. It's too bad Pacino wasn't in that one. Hey, you're hey. talking to me? Too hey. bad. Hey. Hey. You got to. hoo I do love the so, fact that Pesci just played the same guy in right. Casino and got a good film. And, and, and the movie you just referenced. What was it? Netflix movie. Irish. Oh, the Irishman. I forgot he's Play in the that same movie. fucking movie, man, too. I'm an angry blue guy. Stib. He's not the guy with the fucking. So let me get back to my long box. Heat. Not to be confused with the heat. So one of the things, uh, so this was a big deal when Heat came out because it was like, holy shit, finally, Pacino and De Niro. And when I first watched it, it, I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it when it came out on video. And when I first watched it, it was long and boring. And the one scene that they have together, which is actually pretty fucking cool, is they're sitting in a coffee shop and talking to each other about what's going to happen. And they know, you know, the one, you know, they know that, One's a cop and one's a criminal, right? But, you know, they're just talking. Mm. And we're just talking. But um, I don't know if there was any improvisational going on there, but I think Pacino is just such a whack job that at one point he's like, you know, I I have this dream. And uh, I wake up and uh, there's all these faceless people and they're dead. And... Uh, and uh, they're all the faces of the people that I that that I investigated their murders, and they're just staring at me, and I'm staring at them, and that's it. <laughs> that's the dream. Wow! And, and De Niro's just like De Niro the entire time. Oh yeah, yeah. But De Niro the entire time is like this, doing the De Niro face. Yeah. I got a dream too. I got a dream. You know, and it's just it's just it's so it's so stupid. It, like it's is it Val Kilmer in that movie. Yeah, he's really good. But um of course, he's Val Kilmer. But um you know, there there's there's so many parts uh I, I read I read uh like a retrospective and they they talked they've talked to Pacino has since come out and said that he believes he always believed while he was playing the character in Sense that his character Vincent Hanna was on cocaine most of the movie. <laughs> And that makes a lot of sense. If you watch that again and you have that in your mind, it makes sense, dude, why he's acting like such a jackass the whole time. Yeah. Because it's just Pacino being Pacino. You know? He's like, you know, you can come in here and ball my wife and sit on my couch and eat my snacks, 
but you can't watch my fucking TV. This is my TV. <laughs> you know, and like he's talking to he's talking to um, somebody. He's talking to Hank Azaria, who is uh, like fucking uh, Val Kilmer's wife on the side. And they get to him to get to her to get to the crew. Right. Yeah. So they 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 get to him first. And they're like, and he's like, oh, fucking, why did I get involved? And Azaria plays a shithead who literally was just looking for a piece of ass. And once, you know, she thinks that he's, you know, a guy to like break it off with Val Kilmer and go to. Obviously not. Right. Because she he ends up turning her into the cops and shit. And yeah. da, 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 da. You've seen the movie. I have not. What? <laughs> what? Huh? How? Whoa. The truth comes out. Oh. <laughs> so. So. Uh, so he's talking to Hank Azaria, and he's like, oh, why did I ever get involved with this bitch? And he's like, because she's got a great ass, <laughs> and you got your head way up it. And it's just like, wow. Like, And I, t- I-, I texted you at that moment. I was like, can we please do a deep dive on Pacino and <laughs> Heat? Because De Niro- he went, he went full cage. De Niro is understated, as always. But Pacino, like, there's a point- Okay, so there's a point where- they're watching the criminals. He's just gonna do the whole movie. <laughs> just calm down. There's just a couple of moments, but right eye. They're watching. They're watching the criminals. Okay, the De Niro and and uh, uh, Tom Sizemore and Val Kilmer. They're they're look they're looking at him from like you know in, in, you know from far away the cops. And once the criminals leave, the cops go to that place to look and see what they were looking at. Right, right, right. And they're all standing there, and and they're like, what were they looking at? What were they looking at? And, 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 you know, they're all, th- and, and he goes, I know what they were looking at. And they're like, you know what? And he's like, you want to know what they're looking at? You want to know what they're looking at? Like seven fucking times. You want to know what they're looking at? <laughs> Finally, one of the actors, I like to think that. You forgot his line? No, I like to think that he was just tired of this improvisational bullshit. And he was like, what? Like the sixth time he does it, he's like, what? It's like. <laughs> It doesn't look like it was planned. He's, what? <laughs> Say it already. Jesus. The reason why this movie is two and a half hours long is because of this shit. <laughs> Fuck. And and so he goes, oh, this is good. You guys are good. Oh, <laughs> oh you know, they're, they're looking at us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's just, it's, and, uh, and, and. It would make sense that he would think that guy's on coke. <laughs> yeah, right? No, you got to watch it because it, it is some of the best but acting. You have to watch it as Al Pacino's character is high on coke no. the whole time. Well, you if you have that in your mind, it makes a lot of sense. And, and it doesn't... Because Pacino's just such a fucking live wire, dude. He's so unpredictable. Like, he's like he, you know, he goes to this one guy and he's just like, you know, uh, uh, give me everything you got. And the guy's like, Vincent, you know, and he just... And he just like goes from zero to 60. Give me everything you got! And then he just calms completely down. <laughs> And it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Uh, he's making choices. He's I don't, making. I don't know, but like, I, uh, again, when you watch it, I watched it again this recently, and 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 that kind of stuck with me, and it makes a lot of sense. Again, De Niro's understated, and he's great, of course. He's m- sinister, menacing. He's he's when he's with uh, what's her name? I cannot remember the actress's name, but she plays Edie. Uh, his love interest when she when he's with her he completely like you see a lot of you see the underlying tension that he's like you know a bad man like he's a criminal and he he's killed before 
but you also see that like he really wants to make this work with her and everything and the ending is pretty tragic but also pretty cool and um to be really honest it's just it's just you know i'm sitting there <laughs> and they're looking at me and i'm looking at them and that's it that's the dream what what do you think it means i don't know i got a dream too it's uh one where i'm drowning you know what that's about no what it's about wanting to get out all right. Well, now let's uh, go to our new segment and right ass. <laughs> that's not the that's not the name of the segment. Right ass. Oh, we're going to our next segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna. I'm not gonna say it yet because you're gonna hear this beautiful sounder, <laughs> and then we're you gonna do that and talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. All right, we're back from the quantum realm. That was such a. That was dumb. <laughs> that sounded a lot funnier in my head. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. You guys are stupid. Anyway, so we just got out of the theater, just watched Ant Man and the Wasp. No wonder people call us cucks. Um. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> shills. Marvel shills. Uh, I think you and I are going to have interesting opinions of yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just got back literally from the movie theater. So before we. We're going to give our. Spoiler free. Ooh, should we play like the uh, the little recording we did in the theater when we were there way too fucking early on, because gotta, of my you fault? You gotta send it to me. Oh yeah, because our theater. Why don't experience... I just play it into the microphone? It's fine. No, just send it no. to me. No, I'm not gonna do all that. What? You just need. All right. Yeah, it's, just... it's gonna. It's not gonna send. It's good. Okay. You gonna play it? Yeah, okay, here we go. We were there a half hour. Yeah. They'll be gone. Um, if I know my movie theater etiquette, um, we got a half an hour until the movie start, start time, which is when the previews start. And God knows how many motherfucking things are Because <laughs> it's the start of summertime, you know, all the blockbusters. There's a lot of movies coming up. What are we doing? Shame. We We're so bored. <laughs> Way to contribute. I thought we'd throw this <laughs> show for no reason whatsoever. This is us from the quantum realm. <laughs> what was that? That's going out of the quantum realm? You don't like that? That's not good content? No. I'll just press stop. Yeah. <laughs> He's like trying to press stop on my fucking... <laughs> he just can't do it. I'm like... What do you what what? I'll just press stop. Yeah. No, so we got the that, right. That's how early. bored we were. We yeah, were doing we were shit like that. Early. And yeah, the previews bullshit. What? I didn't see one preview that I was like, oh, wait, maybe I did. Well, I've seen that Dungeon and Dra- Dungeons and Dragons com- I, I uh, trailer so that. many times though. I want to see that. That looks good and fun. And then, <laughs> good and fun. Good and fun. It's like good and plenty, but without the plenty and add the add the. F- <laughs> Good and plenty. Subtract the plenty. Add fun. Does that make sense? It's a fucking <sighs> story problem. <laughs> anyway, John has good. Yeah. So we got the 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 funniest thing about that. So we got there a little early, half an hour. 
This was in a mall, which I was su- I, su- I suggested. We talked about this. Do we have to talk? Do we have to I'm bust it out to everybody here that we got there too early? Yes, and I I I made it a point to be like, look, I'm kind of an idiot, so <laughs> you know, you know, hey, hey, man, uh, do you realize how long it, we have before the theater's and over? Also, like, not once. Also, to just be- hey, man, hey, do you know how long we have till the movie? <laughs> to be fair. I'm usually late to things, so I understand why you yeah, said yeah, an right. earlier time. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. I was just, I like you said in that recording, I was worried about, we had to stop eating the popcorn. We had yeah, to like, we, cut we ourselves had to put off. A, a, a napkin. Meanwhile, I got Marina Maria Menounos giving me movie trivia, and I'm, sh- how do you not want to shovel popcorn when you see oh, movie Oh, dude, trivia? okay, so let's talk about the fucking Kevin Bacon commercial. Oh my gosh! Is so, it a te- what is it? Is it a Tesla commercial or? It was a it was a it was <coughs> an electric, electric vehicle, right? But okay, so let's preface this a little bit by telling you one of the funniest stories from like the first time Jake and I ever like spent like uh, a, like a did something, you know, like hung out outside of the station back in the day was I got tickets to an Iowa State game and and a parking pass, and I'm like, dude, let's go. So we go up there, and I will say this: watching at Hilton. Uh, is a different experience because those people know their basketball like they know it they're not just dumb fans just yell- yelling at everything in fact there was a moment where the entire fucking venue went silent and it was like oh ugh. and 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 we're like oh what's going on you're like i think a player was hurt or something and yes. we're just sitting there and everything and then about five rows away or something this guy just goes let's see the replay <laughs> and it was so deadpan let's check the replay yeah, and we were just like so. It was so deadpan, and it was so quiet, and everything that we couldn't help but start laughing. But we couldn't similar, laugh. Similar situation. Yes. At this movie theater. Yes. I mean, we could have laughed a Kevin lot. Kevin Bacon has that commercial harder his, in the movie theater than with we, his daughter Hilton. We would have got killed. He's peddling Pretty some sure. electric cars, right? Yeah. And he says, "Eve." Uh, he says, "Evie," or he says, "Ev." Rhymes with Kev. And there's one person in this entire movie. Th- by the t- by the way, this people have been filling in at this time, yeah. right? So other people have been coming there's in. There's probably about thirty people in the theater, and probably about another then, twenty coming was, in yeah. at the time. Yeah. And so, she like this stadium w- seating. <laughs> Can't see this person. All I all we could hear was a this woman. One woman's laugh, just <laughs> like that, like a cackle. <laughs> yeah, like that. And it was like, uh, and. And then him and I are laughing because it's the only time she <laughs> laughed at that. She, like, we thought in our head we had built the th- lore of, like, she was mad that she laughed at that joke. Like, damn it, they She's got me. She's not going to laugh the rest of the fucking... Uh, nothing else is funny. Nothing the rest. I didn't hear her laugh one other time. Throughout the whole movie. No. All the, even with the Def- jokes. Definitely did not hear that that laugh again, that distinctive. <laughs> but it was just great. It was just, like, beautiful timing. But, yeah. There's a... Um, there's anyway, a, let's talk about the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, spoiler-free thoughts. Mm. Um, I, I, I think a little bit of my movie uh, <clears throat> reaction is tainted by the fact that I had to piss for like most of the second <laughs> half. Um, I had to pee like twenty minutes in. I know. Well, why don't you go to the bathroom bef- when we get to the theater? We're sitting there for a half an hour. You know, my wife, when we go to the theater, she always goes before the movie starts. I was like, it makes sense. Why? Why don't you? I, I just—that's weird. Once I'm in that seat, I am moving. I guess. Um, Even if so, I got a shit, I'm shit my pants. Um, I'm not I, missing a I, thing. I liked the movie. <laughs> um, I, you know, again, I wanted to not see really. a, a bunch of stuff that I did get to see. Um, and and to be really brutally honest, like 
there was one part of it that made the movie really for me. Um, I, I got to be honest, and I'll get into it a little li- later in the spoiler. Uh, in when once we get into pizza time, um, which Ooh. is spoiler. Yes. Um, but once we get into pizza time, I'll tell you why. Um, I'm I'm kind of pissed about the uh, Lego set for this uh, for this movie. Um, when uh, when you have so many fucking cool minifigures that you could make out of this fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, my God, like alone, like. Anyway, you've seen the dude with with the light on his head in the in the previews, so I can say about that. Yeah. That that would have been a cool minifigure. We'll get to that later. But I liked it in general. I I am gonna give it a straight B. I was thinking B minus C plus, but um, again, I think that was tainted a little bit. So I'm gonna give it a B. I give it five ants out of five. Jesus, no. socialist ants. You fucking. It's, I will. Hey, liberal. Hey, hey, I'll admit. That line is bad. The 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 throwaway. Well, no, no, no. The the problem is that socialism is a charged word because a bunch of fucking morons made a bunch of other fucking morons but believe. Hold on, hold believe on, hold on. that Nazis were socialists. That's not what I'm. No, no, not you. No, but what I'm saying that's is that's why it's a charged word. So yeah, it is a that stupid scene. Throwaway we'll get line. in. Well, sure. That scene in particular. Yeah. People are making a big deal about it yeah, yeah, because yeah. he says the socialism okay. is a charged word, right? Missing the point. Yeah. That he starts to get preachy and his daughter cuts him off. As in, it's a joke that they're putting in this message. Like, it's, like, you know what I mean? It, yeah, so what a, was your spoiler free reactions? You know what I'm saying? I feel like we'll get more into it when we get into the movie. Well, so do your spoiler free reactions. We'll sucked. Get, I hated it. Wow. I'm just kidding. You said five ants out of five ants. No, I, I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Uh, however, maybe. however, maybe a little bit. I think it's the movie. Is not without flaws, but no. I don't want to get into this whole situation where I'm overanalyzing and nitpicking shit. I think, yeah, I think a lot of my shit that I have a problem with the movie is nitpicky. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I respect that. I, I think, and I do think there are. And I'm s- gonna try and remove that bias from my. I think analysis. I think there is some fair criticism on the fact that they wanted to make this such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I do think the other two Ant-Man movies worked really well because of that. Because it was smaller. No pun intended. Um, but at the same time, I really enjoy these characters. And I'm glad they're like getting a bigger story. Yeah. And I, kn- I understand why Peyton Reed wanted to make this. Because I understand his idea of, like, we were tired of being a palate cleanser. Because they were. Both those animated. Absolutely. Great he move, wanted Great to doing have job doing that. Of, like, making the now, fun Marvel we movie. We talked again. about this on the first half of the show. But most of the, uh, the, the one review that I read, the big ding on this movie was that it wasn't a good Ant-Man movie. Because it was so big in scale, right? Yeah. And they made the point, like, when you're Ant-Man shrinking along the side of a Matchbox car, it's one thing. But when you're doing it next to a 200 foot amoeba, it's it just doesn't it doesn't hit as hard, or it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. And that's a fair criticism, and I absolutely agree with that criticism. However, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. No, I. It's definitely not Eternals. Well, like well, uh, which is right. Darling. Let's just uh, get yeah, into fuck. it. Let's, that's the new uh, Pizza Time sounder. This <laughs> super epic music. Pizza time. Yeah. One more time. This is our spoilers. Pizza time. Pizza time. All right. Can we just start off with Modoc? I 
You and I both fucking because we loved it. it so much. Do you want to gush about it last? Because we should get through the rest of it, right? Because oh. we're gonna gush about Mona. We are. Yeah. So um, he's argue. I would say arguably one of the best things about this movie. One of the things I really liked about this movie, and um, I, I I don't think we talked about it at all so far, is how quickly the uh, it gets into the fucking plot. Now there is the yeah. the, the thing at the beginning uh, with Janet and Kang. Um, and there's that little vignette that kind of explains yeah, that. Yeah, the cold open. Right. And then you got, uh, you know, a Scott doing his thing or whatever. Um, and <sighs> what? Come on now. Lay it on me, man. We're in spoiler territory. Uh, we can no, do whatever no, we want. No, it's not my problem. It's just there was just something about it that was like, okay, like, what are we? Like, there was a point, I think five to ten minutes after they got to the quantum realm and i was like what are we doing here <laughs> what is this you know oh, are you talking about the little period where they're talking to like the people that live there and like they're in the rebellion no i i just i think it was just a point where i was just like you know if i'm i'll say this if i was not a diehard mcu fan and and had watched like some other things like if yeah. i if i came into this it's probably really tough to come into this mcu like cold yeah, I mean it's all over the place, right? But if if you never seen any of the other movies and you start with this one, you are fucking lost, dude. You have no idea what's going on. There is no exposition yeah. about what happened before. There's references to things, but you wouldn't understand them. No, you, you it is it is full fledged like TV show. Is it good? Because people because people for a while have been saying the MCU the movies operate as mm-hmm. a- episodes of TV shows. It was a pr- look. The way I look at it, and I think I've explained this in the podcast before, is I look at the MCU movies as like uh, annuals, right? Yeah. And the shows are like issues of the comic book. So you know, like the She-Hulk series was like a ten-issue book, right? And then like you know, Age of Ultron or whatever is like an uh, an annual. It's a double-sized issue, whatever. Um, but it's an issue, right? So this is how. You know, if you're just imagine that you can't read any other books by Marvel except for Avengers. Okay? Yeah. And every month and every month they'll give you one other book besides Avengers and that's the only one you get. But you're going to read Avengers every month and you're going to you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're going to not see some characters for a while in comic books. That's what happens in comic books. Then they come back after a while. Some characters well, they die are there all the time. Back. Did you notice how Iron Man was like in every fucking movie for like three years? Yeah, I'm, I'm or saying. Or Fury who showed up in nine movies? I'm saying, why was he in uh, every movie for like three years? Because he was a popular draw and they knew that he, no yeah. matter what the movie was, he was going to get people coming out uh, into the seats because it was and Robert they, Downey and Jr. And by the time you get to Civil War. Who was that in comic books? The X Men and and Wolverine yeah. back in the you know the eighties and nineties or the Punisher there was a, there was a time in the Marvel comic books where all you had to do to sell a fucking book was go hey the Punisher is in this or, or Dark Hawk or, or Ghost Venom. Rider or or Vet in the ninety in the nineties Venom was just Venom and Spider Man was pretty awesome yeah because it didn't happen as much as you think actually well but I'm just saying there are a ton of Venom miniseries because in the nineties he was extremely popular if you think about Venom Venom as a as a villain for uh, Spider Man in the comics was never like you know like a Doc Ock or a um, or a Green Goblin you know he came around every once in a while and then it was like it was killer be killed for a while and then he went away yeah um you know so. 
he's omnipresent in the '90s, but it's like when he shows up, it's like a six. Jesus. Uh, it's like a six issue, you know, yeah, uh, thing when he's there, and then he goes away for whatever reason or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think that. The fuck, were we talking about? <laughs> oh, I, I love topic. I think that I think. There could be criticisms of it not feeling as much of his Ant-Man movie as it's a Kang movie. Because it's very much a Kang movie as much as it is an Ant-Man sequel. Well, he I mean, was... Wasp is hardly even in it. It's mostly Ant-Man and Cassie and Kang. And then uh, well, Michelle when, Pfeiffer. When Wasp is in it, she's with, uh, uh, Mike, she's with Hank and Janet. Yeah. So, uh, so she doesn't really have any scenes on her own, which... Look, I will get this out of the way. There's criticism of this movie, but when he gets into the probability storm, that was the trippiest, craziest, silliest shit I've seen in a comic book movie, and I fucking loved it. The it was fact great. that when he is getting engulfed, and it should be this really terrible moment, he's just ow, 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 like, and then when he and keeps, the Baskin Robbins dude, every time he gets split up, it's what the hell, what yeah, the hell, yeah, what the yeah, hell, yeah. and it's like. I'm the real one. Well, there's you're not moments. The real one. There's moments like that where I'm like, "This is so weird and stupid and bizarre," and I love it. And yeah, and the fact that they like actually like it was really he's crawling up all the other. It versions. was go- it was a it was well done. the The effects were well done. I really liked how they, I, you know, here's the thing about the quantum realm is you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to expose too much of it. Um, with with exposition and shit, yeah. You want to kind of leave a lot of mystery as to what's going on, like in the background. Like, as are those clouds? Is that the sky? Like, what the fuck yeah. is that in the background? I like that kind of shit, and it was again really well done. I liked a lot of the newer characters that they kind of introduced, the side characters. Yeah. Um. I just I don't know why there was just something about the, this movie that was like eh. Just it didn't really yeah. just it didn't charge me like every other one does, which is stupid because I fucking love Kang. Oh, we I mean we got to see fucking Ramatut, dude. Yeah, I mean come on. I mean I think Immortus. and I love I don't know who the I love is. Jonathan Majors in the role. Like, I love you. He was so great in this movie. Dude, he ate the scenery and with good reason because he was really good at it. Yeah, he's menacing. I'm he was cold. See. He was. I'm trying to see uh, who that other third variant might have been. Don't look it up. I am, and you don't. We are, we're jumping all around. I know. Well, let's start with the beginning of the movie while you're. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so go ahead. Start with the beginning or whatever. Uh, no, I'm just saying. No, I just want to kind of talk about the things I liked, and I was just talking about the probability storm. That was that. really cool. Um, you and I both loved Modok. Modok, I think, was expertly utilized here. You you think like <laughs> where could Modok work in an Ant Man movie makes the most so, sense to me and okay. I don't know why. So I generally why. I avoid spoilers, right? Yeah. And a lot of stuff you see on YouTube, right, is bullshit. And it's like pre rendered pictures sure, that are right? leaked that don't And I think when I was like looking uh through my uh subscriptions or something one day, because I just put out the music video, so I go and check it every once in a while. But one of the videos, one of the screenshots or the uh yeah, um the, the thumbnail, thumbnail was uh what the hell is 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 um is Darren Cross or is Yellow Jacket Modoc and they showed the the scene where they're going out to look at everything yeah. and Modoc's like kind of behind him yeah and Kang's showing him what you know whatever and Modoc's he's got the helmet off 
and you see his fa- and and I saw that and I was like, that's fucking fake as fuck. <laughs> and then when they actually did it, I was like, well, it looks bad, but it's supposed to. He's yeah. stupid. Yeah. It doesn't look great, but I think that's what makes it even better because yeah. And if you are if seriously, if you are a diehard They could have done if you are a diehard Modoc fan, I idiot. need to talk No, I need to talk to you because I, I want to know why because right? that character has always looked silly. That character has mm. always been silly. They tried a little bit to make him a little bit more menacing in the Avengers game, but even then I'm just still like he looks too silly. He looks goofy. And to mm. Oh yeah, the baby, have him, baby legs thing. Have the twist of him being Darren Cross from the first Ant Man movie is so funny and it works so well. I always thought of you as a brother. Really? Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I get to die. Or when an he gets Avenger. to the when he gets to the core of the the he ship gets to die in Avenger, and then he goes, and he goes, Darren, can you hear me, Darren? Modok. What? What's going on? What? <laughs> Like it's just so funny how much he hates Avenger. it. Yeah, you you made it. Oh, dude. Well, e- what even makes it so much funnier too, is how they did like their traditional MCU introduction of like making him look menacing and a fucking badass, and then you see him and he looks goofy, and then it immediately cuts and turns into a joke. Because I'm sorry, Modok is a silly character. Dude, here here's the thing. They build him up like fairly well, and they talk about he's a hunter. You know, and yeah. I'm like. And I'll say this. I could care less about Bill Murray at this point in his career and, yeah. and everything else. I could care the less. The music, though, for his intro was pretty Ca- sweet. Was what was it? Oh, that music was, yeah. That's a, like deep It's hard synth. to make, like, alien music. That They did pretty well. They're like, deep synth, like, electro Because you can't shit. help but put human yeah. stuff in anyway. it. Anyway. Um, but if he's in the movie literally just to say he's a mechanized organism designed only for killing... If he's in the movie just for that line, and he fucking kills that line, dude, then bravo for bringing Bill Murray on the, on board. Seriously. I'm serious. Up until that point, I'm like, I could give two shits that Bill Murray's in this movie right now. But then when he says that line, dude, and he delivers it with... Oh, he, dude. Then he gets only, eaten by somebody, a squid. only somebody who doesn't read comic books can deliver that line like that. Yeah. I'm serious. He <laughs> delivered it like an actor reading like Shakespeare. And it was like, like a comic book fan would have been like, you know, would have kind of been had a, you know, winking at the audience kind of thing going on. But not Bill Murray. He was like, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's why it was like, ah. And then so like for like, you know, a good minute or so you see them running and this, you know, these POV shots of Modoc like just killing everything in his path. And it's like, ooh, you know, ooh. And then the eyes light up in the smoke. Right, yeah. And you're like, ooh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. And and then he pops open, and you're like, oh, my God. It just immediately kills me. And again, that thumbnail came back to me. I'm like, Jesus, that was real. Well, maybe if there was a few years to make this movie and... No, I I'm fine with it because again it makes the it, it it adds to the character yeah it does exactly what it is is it's supposed to be like this is a dumb character and you're like yes that's why we killed him off Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania what else do we want to talk about something else we liked something else we didn't like I don't think I liked the I don't think I like Kang dying in this. Yeah, but he's not dead. There's more Kangs. I know that. He's not dead. Not dead. 
It's going to be really hard for Marvel to pull off Kang the Conqueror, I think. Because uh, there, Let's talk about Jonathan Majors a little bit, because he, he, he chewed the, the, the scenery, man. And like, but in a good way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He was very menacing. Very cold. Uh, like, especially when he's talking to him in his cell, and he's just like, he's like, I'll kill your daughter and make you watch it over and over again. Yeah, it was... Until you beg me to kill yourself? It was like, all... Whoa. I gotta be... Like, uh, the best actors to me are, are the ones who, who say things without actually speaking, and, you know, the spaces between words. Yeah. And the things that he... Like, facial tics, mannerisms, body language, whatever you want to say you know change and like you know whatever and he had that in just uh in abundance man and and, like he really just it was so much fun every time he was on screen you couldn't help but look at him and just like watch what he was doing because he was just given like this master class and it was like (gasps) what the hell yeah and then when he uh was beating the shit out of him Mm. yeah the scott and he has that great line of like i don't have to I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. Yeah. And so, so they're still stuck in the quantum realm, and then they come back. Because yeah, that, that's I, the thing that I hated about the ending is can like, can I just say right? How many times are we ending this movie? Yeah. Because I thought it would have been a really cool. But I think that's because I had to piss. No, no. I I think what I was expecting, and this is just my expectations, and then the mid credit scene kind of changed my perspective on it. I was going to be like, really? We're just gonna. Okay, we got rid of Kang, but now they're stuck in the quantum realm again? Mm. And then they just like, oh, we're back home. Problem solved. And I was just like... Life is back to normal. I expected this to sort of be like an Infinity War War ending where the villain wins. But I think that is them just... I think that's them prepping us for who Kang is going to be. Don't forget. Because there's going to be so many versions. don't, Don't forget. Okay. Don't forget that... The uh, the end scene where he's walking with the cake, yeah, and he has that moment where he's like, "Oh my god, he's, did I kill everyone?" Yeah, it's played for laughs, kind of, but there is a moment when you're like, "Oh shit, what's about to happen?" I thought something was gonna happen, yeah. you know, but um, I like the way they did that because it, it's kind of like it's kind of it's a sinister and kind of underhanded way of being like, you know, you know something's coming did to get he- you. Yeah, well, yeah, I did Kang really lose? Right. Because there's so many versions of him. So you didn't see Cause, my hair. Because you see the mid-credits scene, and there's just a stadium full of fucking Kangs. And you and you they, got to see fucking Ramatut and Immortus and fucking, I guess, Scarlet Centurion. But still, that whole... And that was cool. But the comic costume is stupid. So, that, uh, so the cyborg-looking thing, I guess. But I don't know if you noticed this, but I felt like what was cool about his performance is he made Kang feel different, but still shared somewhat of the qualities of he who remains. Yeah. So you're starting to see that through line of him. And mm. I think the more we spend with these different mm. versions, it'll be interesting. It it does bother me because Kang is such a hard character to get right because you've got all these different timelines. To be honest, Iron Lad King. Oh, dude. To be honest, man, you got to be really honest about a couple things. And here's what it is. Okay. All right. Kang's kind of a throwaway character in the comics. Sorry, he kind of is. If he's as dangerous as they say in the comics, Kang should have won like a billion times over, dude. There's no way. He can predict what you're going to do. What? No. You can't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
So, but anyway, no, he. Um, I'm excited to see what Jonathan Dude, Rama Tut is can fucking do. badass. That's one of my favorite stupid villains from like the comics. It's yeah, fucking great. Pharaoh. And for a change, he's the right. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry that um, here's one thing that I'm kind of disappointed about is that there was no real reference to him being a Richards. To him yeah. being, Nathaniel I think they're holding Richards. off on that, but and that's fine. But I also think there's a little something there to the hollow discs or the hollow square thing with the teleportation. I think oh that's, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's still an illusion to that because if you remember in Multiverse of Madness, that's and that's how, illusion, not illusion. That's how uh, he popped into the Illuminati meeting. So we've already established well, that's, that that yeah, R- Richard's that's from tech the comics exists. that it's it's well it's Doom tech that Richard's Well copies. yeah, the Doom platforms. I know yeah, but that's what I mean. Like so we are also still sort of alluding to Whether that. Whether he knows it or not, Richards is still second fiddle to Doom. Ah oh, man, I, I mean really, he always wins in the end, but he's always got help. I really would love to see them actually nail a good interpretation of Doctor Doom. Or Fantastic Four. Or Fantastic Four. I mean, I could give a fuck less about Fantastic Four, but I love Doom. So, oh, the way that uh, uh, real, real, real quick side note. Yeah, we're gonna wrap um, this up. Finally got, uh, finally got around to reading Sins of Sinister One, which is the f- start of all that shit. Yeah. I reviewed uh, kind of briefly um, Brotherhood Storm and Brotherhood of Mutants last week, which is part two. Finally read the first part, and in that one, the way he gets rid of the Fantastic Four, he explains is that Ben Grimm just wanted to kill the rest of the Fantastic Four. So he sends them he sends them on a on a journey where all all three of the other ones are they're all going to turn into the thing and while they're doing it he's strangling them. And they show like this splash page of like Ben Grimm strangling this Tyler thing if I hold what. that thought. Mm. Is that Slayer? Anyway, it's time for the Mayhem Comic of the Week, Tyler. Fuck! Oh. Tonight. Started off with a swear word. Dang it. Heck yeah! (laughs) Shoot. Shoot. Dang it. God darn it. God dang it. Okay. Alright. Where is it? Upstairs. Why didn't you bring it? So the book we're talking about today mm-hmm. is uh, oh so black uh, well sorry but first thing uh, uh, J- James and Katie I believe uh, over at uh, Mer- Mayhem Comics yes. in Des Moines or Clive um, go check them out uh, they I that's the place called, where I get all my comics yeah Mayhem Comics if you're in the area uh, that's why it's called the Mayhem Comic mm-hmm. of the week. so uh, once a week they're gonna uh, shoot us something that they think is uh, really nice and not Marvel or DC. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And uh, uh, Tyler kind of put the precedent there, and I really liked it, uh, of getting books that we normally don't w- read or probably would pick up. Well, uh, this is an image for all comic. the trolls, I am a Marvel shill, and you are a DC shill. <sighs> okay. So we want to make sure so we cover some This book is uh, called Black Cloak, written by Kelly Thompson. Uh, art, I think, Ink. And drawn by Art and Colors by yeah. Meredith McLaren. And Becca Carey. Also. I believe she does the lettering. But interesting book. Now, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is, again, why I like this segment, because this is a book that I probably would not pick up. This is a book 
That, you know, just looking at the cover doesn't really image, appeal to me. I always said that. Um, why don't you it, listen to what I say? The first thing, the first uh, reaction, the f- my first impression is Peach Momoko. Have you heard about her? She's like no. all over the place right now in Marvel. She's doing all these crazy, these in, insane, these insanely beautiful painted like books that I bought one of them. It's not really my thing. It's more of a m- manga yeah. Um, style, but she's like retelling these stories, or she's telling stories with Marvel characters in these otherworldly, like manga ways. It's manga. It's not manga. Manga. But my first impression is that's is nice that one. it was it was Peach Momoko, and I was like, okay, well, that's not obviously. Um, but yeah, it's a double sized issue, and I mean, it's five bucks, so you're getting a good amount of page numbers. Oh right? yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out, and uh, so yeah, uh, Black Order or sorry, Black Cloak. And uh, I think both we kind of had both the same reaction, which was um, we talked about a little offline. The first kind of half of the book, when it's kind of world building still, is a little bit confusing. But that's the mark. The mark of a good storyteller and, and the two teller, the people, you know, Thompson and McLaren, the mark of a good story or storytellers is that, you know, if I wasn't interested enough to find out, then I would have stopped reading. Right. I'm interested enough in what you're giving me is enough. You're feeding me just enough to get me to bite. And and then once once you sink it in, you know, and, and get the story really going, that's when you got me hook, line, yeah. and sinker. I definitely enjoyed the second half a lot more. I think, yeah, the first... Well, mm. and it, it's like you said, I have not read Saga, but I know what you're talking about. Where it's right. Like, it's the combination of, like, magic and sci-fi. And, and technology. Uh, and technology. Right. Be- because the black cloaks are kind of like magic cops. Um, and there's there's even, like, some royalty, like a, a member of... There's a of satire, like, you know, bartender at one point. There's mermaids. Or is it, oh, is it, are you trying to... Mm. Satire? S-A-T-Y-R? Here you go, politicking again. Satire? Politicking with your pretension. What would you say they're called? Satyr? I don't know. Whatever. Satire? The pan god-looking motherfucker. The goat-looking bastard. Uh... <laughs> But there's there's those there's elves yeah there's uh, elves um, there's um, the there's there's a smoke kid at one point there's a kid made of smoke yeah when they're you know there, but shitting the, all over the corner was the like this like she had like these like bat wings That's yeah there's weird. definitely flying shit yeah well and her partner had wings that he right. he had to fly after a dude right 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 right, right, a right. crime scene yeah, but yeah. like the buddy cop shit is something I'll always like I always love a good buddy cop story. Mm. Um, I did find it's interesting that there there was a whole like royal family still in this like technological magical world. They say it's the last city in civilization, and mm. it's. I mean, it is interesting. Um, the ending is pretty, cr- and it's also weird because the art style feels like it could be like a it like a cartoon. Like, it looks like a cartoon at first. And then the more you look at it, the best. Like honestly, I really like the art style. I think it really works for the story it's telling. But at first, it was kind of like I had to adjust to it. And I could totally see this being like, um, like, like an Adult the, Swim if, show. Well, if the war in Saga ever ends, I could totally see this being like a hundred or like a thousand years afterwards, something like that. But I, no, I don't I think it. they're connected at all. But there's enough of a there's enough of a you know kind of like huh like if I'm if I'm a, uh, fuck, what's the name of the guy who writes uh, Saga? Fuck. Uh, Fiona. That's uh, Brian K. Vaughn, isn't it? 
If I'm Brian K. Vaughn, I'm giving Kelly Thompson a call and being like, <clears throat> so where'd you get the idea for this? It's, I don't think it takes that much. No, somewhere. but it's so... Hey, I haven't read Saga either, so I don't know. They're very similar. I think you gave me volume one. I need to read it. Hey, f- hey. guy. Hey. Hey, you guy. I gotta stop um, swearing on this. Overall, segment. now, would I say, mm. would I say pick it up for five bucks? I think so. I think that it's an entertaining book. I think... Again, it's not something I normally would read, but it 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 hooked me enough to keep reading and keep being interested in the world. Here's one thing we do know: and I would read it. I would read the second issue. Kelly Thompson has a lot of books on the market. Yeah. So he or she, I'm not sure if it's a man or a woman, because there's guys named Kelly. But uh, I mean, really, let's just say this: Kelly Thompson um, has a lot of books on the market, so they are pro- prolific uh, writers. Um, so if you are a fan, uh, y- you may well have read some of their work already. And if you're a fan of their work, uh, definitely pick it up because it's, it's worth it. And, and uh, I'm assuming, I, I can imagine she or he has a style um, of writing that kind of draws people into it. Again, she has like seriously like 14 like other series in the back of this and she's, book. And she's been in the business a while. so That's what I thought. I thought she was a girl. She used to, whatever. It's not important. I'm just saying she's she's been writing for Marvel and DC. So she, yeah, she's worked yeah, for the big yeah. publishers and stuff. Yeah, so um, you know, creator owned, so that's awesome. Um, but yeah, if you're buying independence, you know you're going to pay a little more. That's just the way it is. They don't have the distribution and shit. But that, I mean, for five Marvel bucks, does. you're getting a good chunk. Of it's the a issue. good book for. It's a good book for five bucks. Yeah. If you're at the if you're at the comic shop and you're like, man, you know, whatever you usually collect is is kind of thin that week, you know, go right. check out Black Cloak because it's definitely. I'll say this, she said to me uh, when when she was trying to think of which book to give me, she was like, "What was it that I just read that I was like, oh, I can't wait till issue number two. I won't say I can't wait till issue number two, but it may be on my uh, on my pull list from now on, if you know what yeah. I mean." And I'm talking about at the comic shop. That sounded really creepy. Yeah, Jeez. I don't know why you said it. If like you know what I mean. Yeah. Get a pull some. All right, Tyler. I think that's. Uh, so thanks to uh, Ma'am and James and yeah, Katie. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, yeah. I always awesome. wanted to support local uh, shops. Yeah, no. Awesome. And we get to talk about comic books. For a change. For a change. Right. And stuff that we wouldn't normally talk about, which I, I like. I like how we're kind of branching out. We're evolving as human beings and as men. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of segments that are like hate filled lately. So I wanted to be more a little bit more positive on the show, you know. Yeah, um, I really do like. Um, there was a a, a a line spoken in Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania. Oh, the socialism thing. No, when she was talking to Modok, and she was like. It's never too late to stop being a dick. That's true, Tyler. And can we just say to all of you who are trolls of this show because you're dicks, it's never too late to stop being a dick. You know what? We'll make peace. Then beat that beaver up. Wow. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) What? Oh, Pinnell Off Chopping with Jake and Tyler. (laughs) 